listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. She dig in my fit. She think I'm the shit. Is is it a, a chain on my neck or the watch on my wrist? Maybe the ice in my ear or my bracelet. <laughs> but she look like the type that could take a dick. Young Gucci Mane, don't kiss me, baby. Uh, can kiss my chain. You got to be a dime piece just to look at the rocks in my time piece. I don't know that those are the words. Uh, I, they may not be the words. I just copied and pasted. Um, <laughs> sometimes uh, I think okay. white people make these lyrics official hip hop lyrics archive is not the most accurate <laughs> depiction of the words. Apparently not, especially for our southern urban gentlemen. Uh, <laughs> today, <laughs> but uh, welcome to the show. Hey, well, uh, this is Blackout Tips with y'all's Rod and Karen. And of course, I mean, I feel like uh, you guys should should know her. She's like the unofficial third member of these walking dead reviews mm-hmm. uh, it's our girl miss smart from the whiskey wine and moonshine podcast uh what's going on oh nothing much nothing much i made it here and you know slid in just in time well so, i'm glad yeah. you, i'm glad you can make it it sounded like you had quite the day um from our up up front she was telling us about all the all the problems oh, of the day that that happened but i'm just so glad that you were able to still make it here Oh, me too. I'll tell the people. I mean, I left my entire purse at my house today and was an hour away from home upon realizing it. Um, tried to go to a bank to get some cash because in my mind, if you have Apple Pay on your phone and you have pictures of your ID and your passport on said phone, they should give you money. Now, in retrospect, no, they shouldn't. But mm. when you need the money, yes, they should. And if you guys are in, if you guys in the DC, Maryland, Virginia area, the DMV, you know that parking in downtown DC is crappy. So I couldn't park in a parking lot because I didn't have any cash and they don't have Apple Pay. So I had to find Park Mobile so I could park my car using my phone. And so once I came out the bank, I couldn't find the car and Park Mobile wasn't helping me. It was just a mess. And finally, I did make it to work. My coworker gave me a 20 to give to the downstairs um, parking garage. But it's just been hell. And then I had to pay a ridiculous amount of money for Shake Shack because, well, I had to have uh, Postmates bring it to me. Mm. It's a mess. Woo. Yeah. And, yeah, and people wonder mm-hmm. how they supposed to make it in the Z-Pop. You see what I'm saying? How you supposed to make it <laughs> in the zombie apocalypse? People got all these complaints about how stupid everybody on the show is. It's difficult when you just leave your purse at home out here on these streets. Yeah. It's so wild. And men don't have that issue. I mean, I mean if you leave wallet. your wallet on, on the streets, man, you definitely going to have some issues getting money out the bank for I mean, sure. Th- that's true, but... <laughs> most women's purse got more than just like your basic money and IDs and credit card. Like you got a lot of shit that actually helps exactly. on your everyday function. Mm-hmm. You know, I know some people who keeps a lot of shit. Like I keep safety pins, not safety pins, but, uh, uh, yeah, uh, I guess safety pins in there. In to case, let people know you a safe ally. No, no, <laughs> oh, no. In case, in case, uh, my shirt, uh, happens to cut too low or bust up and I ain't trying to show nobody no titties in case mm. something split, in case something about, hey girl, you know, I, I, my button fell off. Right. Like, I do, you, I, that's stuff dudes don't have to think about. Mm. Shit like that. Um, I keep a toothbrush and toothpaste in there cause it keep mm-hmm. deodorant in there too because A, I got these braces on, but B, in case I had to think about, did I brush my teeth this morning? Cause you know how you have your routine mm-hmm. and if you waver off your routine in the morning, you just forget shit. So I had to remember that same thing about deodorant. I'd be like, did I, if I have to ask myself, I don't remember. So I'm either extra fresh or I made sure I'm fresh. Like one or two is going to happen. 
and then um you have some people especially women when it comes to your cycles you put drawers in there because you don't never know what might happen mm-hmm. something might have an accident okay now i know i got a fresh pair of drawers like that shit dudes don't have to talk about mm-hmm. losing your wallet is completely different that's why i asked her how she survived then losing your purse mm-hmm. yep my I lips agree. were dry all day plus i was my face is peeling i didn't have any moisturizer because i had a got my face peeled my hands the water is hard at work they didn't have the right lotion uh cvs also wouldn't take the apple pay but the cvs across the street from my old job i'm pretty sure it took the apple pay mm. why isn't that Ooh, universal okay. payment well uh why isn't I, it I universal know. right because uh, i've seen a lot more people accept it but a lot of people are like nah we, we uh, you know that. people don't trust apple mm, uh probably cost some kind of money you know it's new you know compared to visa and mastercard and all that stuff i mean it just takes a while um here's the thing guys okay we're still gonna get through this together we're gonna get through all right we're gonna survive the uh podcast apocalypse um (laughs) one episode at a time all right uh i don't know how long this episode will be because i really felt like the, the the show was straightforward Mm-hmm. so i don't know mm-hmm. if the recap gonna be very long but whatever we're gonna have fun and that's what matters the most the official weapon of the show is the taser an unofficial sport is bullet ball and bullet ball and bullet ball extreme extreme that's correct <laughs> this podcast is sponsored is brought to you by shadow doll productions the maker of fine handcrafted audio plays uh check out our audio plays the best of rod and karen it's on itunes and it's on amazon and it's on spotify and all these places you can go find it listen to us be silly man go check out what we sound like when we are acting and reading scripts and being characters and stuff like that i think you guys will enjoy it um just go on like i said itunes stitcher all those places oh wait not stitcher itunes amazon all those places and Ah! search the best of rod and karen it's just it's really easy so i just like an hour or so of us just doing stuff um and also uh before we get into um what everybody's waiting on which is obviously the walking dead it's time for y'all to pay the cost to be the boss. <laughs> We're just fucking with those black people. We're just fucking with those blacks. We're just fucking with fucking with black people. That's right, guys. It's the game you got a week off from last week, but it's time to play that shit again. It's fucking with black people. The game where we go all around the globe and we find different articles that make us feel fucked with as black people and we score them from 0 to 100 and intervals of 25. Today's contestants, everybody. That's right. Everybody's back in the house. Yes, they are. Uh, alright. I guess we'll start with this one. I saw this this morning and it's indirectly fucking with black people. Okay. But I felt fucked with it. Uh, they interviewed Bill Maher about booking, um, Milk House snuffleupagus uh and he took credit for um from for uh sarcophagus's uh fall now i'm about to read this interview to y'all it is at once the most arrogant and nonsensical and hypocritical shit you didn't take but i have to read this because it is so it because it proves everything i said about this motherfucker and i want people to know okay yeah because anytime you say anything about him negatively 
all types of people, cool black people come in and you be like, but dog, do you hear what the fuck he's saying? Just a low bar. White men as all, this is why Trump won. White men have such a low bar on, on, on both sides of the spectrum you know that they that there's no qual like just a bare minimum of qualifications and in this case people call this dude an ally because he shares a couple of opinions that they have and then they ignore every other thing he fucks up on and they've been waiting on him to evolve for 20 years he's not going to you know i i had a, a not a run-in but this dude shared my post about this on facebook and wrote this long thing about how uh he he he's mars correct here we need to stop kicking people out of all this shit white dude of course um and i i didn't even really have anything to say to him i just you know how you can like something on facebook i just put the sad picture sad white man um anyway so they interview him in the new york times you know because obviously this is a big deal friday he was on your show by monday he done fucked up his book deal um so uh they said given all that's transpired since friday's show how do you feel about your decision to have uh millhouse uh esophagus as a guest and how do you segments transpire well let's recap about a week ago i went on van jones show and somebody asked me about the book and i hadn't really gotten into the details of uh milton yet he was just getting on my radar i said specifically sun sunlight is the best disinfectant then we had uh millhouse on despite the fact that uh what many people said despite the fact that many people said oh how dare you give a platform to this man what i think people saw was an emotionally needy and culture wannabe trying to make a buck off of the less propensity for outrage and by the end of the weekend my dinner by dinner time monday he dropped he's dropped as a speaker on cpac then he dropped by he's dropped by breitbart and his book deal falls through as i say sunlight is the best disinfectant you're welcome <laughs> no so let's say this wouldn't have happened you basically would have been li- making him uh a uh, household name and- it's all part of his plan karen his masterful chess move mm-hmm. of having people on his show to benefit from the ratings but also secretly is sabotaging them for later not so you trying to make a twist on this shit i mean i think he had tommy uh tammy i think he had tammy on uh tammy lauren and i think he um she's still doing fine right like nothing happened to her i guess it must not it must not have worked that time i don't know um now here's the thing keep in mind that he basically said you guys owe me one i did this to make sure that all right keep that in mind uh someone said you think that helped the interviewer you think that helped to lead to his downfall that's what i was just saying and by the way i wasn't trying to get him removed from society i'm somebody who many times people have tried to make go away they were successful that one time for six months and 23 years because that's how long it was the 22 shows real time politically incorrect uh the previous shows uh it just rubs me the wrong way when somebody says i don't like what this person is saying he should go away so we owe him a thanks but he wasn't trying to get the dude up out of here but we're all welcome for getting the dude up out of here i don't know i don't feel like a bit having your cake and eating it too on that one also you also you tacitly come to his defense i don't like that y'all getting this dude up out of here i just want y'all to know that it happened to me a long time ago and i think it's wrong you know this is basically freedom of speech for white dudes is i want the freedom to talk bad about people uh and i don't want anyone that i don't want anyone to ever say i won't pay for that you know that's really all it comes down to 
uh do you feel that way even with the kind of things that mellow was saying on your show or in other platforms he was given can he do damage i suppose he can to a degree not a great degree i don't think keep in mind mm. this dude is rallying people to harass uh people off of twitter and shit like that uh bill maher has never been a victim of that um from, even when he says something that's fucked up bill maher does is pretty isolated from the backlash of it um uh, could he offend people could he even inspire a borderline person to do something violent i guess so but nothing is free in life people seem to want to live in this world where everything is a win-win that's not how life works so that's the problem guys you know it's not like um you know it's, it's not like giving this dude a platform is, is is harmful in any way i mean to a degree but against who not white people not right. me right so you know so that care. degree is something i can deal with right right mm-hmm. uh could there have been more accountability in your segments with him for instance it seemed like he was allowed to grossly understate his role in harassing leslie jones on twitter it's not my job to hold him accountable to everything he he's ever said or done now keep in mind the question wasn't hold him accountable to everything he's ever said or done it was here's a specific example where you let him slide you could have you could have said push back on that if you wanted to but you he did. does all the time if say somebody says something like all muslims aren't terrorists he definitely pushed back on that you know if if somebody were to say something uh that he disagrees with he often will like call people out and confront them on the show sorry i don't have time to go over everything everybody else would want to we just had to sort of start a discussion of the broad view of who he is i don't think he frankly knows what he's going to say half the time or knows what his philosophy is but to see him as some as this monster is a little crazy you know what he is he's a little impish bratty kid brother and the liberals are his older teenage teenager sisters who are having a sleepover and he puts a spider in their sleeping bag so he can watch them scream so keep in mind the one of the things that i find interesting the infantilization of these harmful ass white people that spread racism and bigotry but somehow get to maintain a level of like boyishness and childhood and you know like he's just your kid brother and shit like that this is a grown-ass man right dude's like 28 29 years old this for for better or worse this is about what this dude's gonna be for the rest of his life um Mm -hmm. the white dude that was on my page that wrote this long ass post uh because there was also a link that i put from um bill maher a long time ago uh on his politically incorrect show defended pedophilia and this teacher that fucked this boy and talked about it's just a loving relationship and all this shit right keep in mind that was 20 years ago right and he was saying that and here's milo and i think there's a reason that that he sees this guy's a little brother in a kinship because they're mostly the same um and what's funny about it is the dude that shot, i put the link on his page he said the same thing which is like well you know he's just a kid and i mean mar grew out of that and hopefully this guy will grow out of it one we don't know that mar grew out of that we just know he stopped saying it right like it's not like he revisited this topic and was like actually now i feel differently like we have no reason to believe that no um and then more importantly um only it seems like only white people are really allowed that yeah they're allowed to quote unquote be children forever but the second your child is above the age of fucking five as a brown uh person your child is a fucking adult and will be charged as one and you're like word that's not the same yeah Mar, it's not like mar it's not like mar was a child when he said it either 
right you know but they really do treat like 30 year old white men as if they're 15 yeah i don't want to hear that I you don't know goddamn grown but person. i think about am i am i echoing no no man, no, no you're good okay so i think about it like this one yes these people who defend what's his face they certainly see themselves in his shoes and they don't want to be um you know ostracized or called on their bullshit because bill maher even uh harken back to when he got kicked off the air for being an asshole um that's one and two if people can understand a sociopathic adult and look back and say oh he uh abused animals and killed animals as a child why can't they see that if this idiot is allowed to behave this way that it's only going to get worse it may be hidden like a sociopath you know they you know Mm -hmm. dexter may you know kill in secret but he's still killing right they keep waiting on them to like grow out of it and i'm like one one they're grown but two how would they ever grow out of it and there's never a cost to be paid there's never anything that would give them the incentive of i'm thinking the wrong things i should probably stop this always like every every time there's a cost to be paid they just start immediately feeling bad for the white guy like oh he lost a job he lost a book deal oh i'm i'm against that no i'm not for that and it's like because you're a fucking coward you're useless to me you know like essentially you're and i said this on twitter and uh, some people disagree but i i, I he's like the moderate real mars like the moderate that that mlk was talking about right because to me he's the guy that operates in this middle of this almost hands-offish approach and i'll get to it later in the article but he's very much like well i want conservatives to come and talk to on my show and i want liberals to talk on my show but he has no barometer like there's no like well this this thing that people say is unacceptable and you talk about that shit on my show i will check your ass he doesn't have any of that he thinks the point of the having the show is to have everyone come on for for nothing like with no no holes barred but then he wants credit for when something happens to these people it's like but you didn't do anything mm-hmm. <laughs> um so yeah uh he says uh how so someone says how does this how does someone like how does someone deal with a personality like my uh about uh like like uh Mito, uh who is going much much further than other guests saying things that are demonstrably false he says the president says 10 things a day that are provably wrong if i threw everyone off my show who says things that are provably wrong i'd never book a conservative and probably half the liberals but then why would Not you yeah number one and then you do every week call out some shit the president said that was wrong you know what i mean like this dude literally just had a guy on his show and didn't argue with anything he said mm-hmm. you, like if you had trump on your show you'd be going that's false that's wrong that's a lie but you definitely like he doesn't want to admit that he went easy on this dude because there's a kinship there um when he said that transgender people have a psychiatric disorder do you do you just move on from that move on and dominated the entire segment uh the online segment the other guest attacked him when i say that's not unreasonable uh when he's talking about to not want to share a bathroom with a transgender person when i say that's not unreasonable it's because women have said that to me i want to know or i'm not comfortable with someone in the bathroom even if they in their minds have decided they are a woman doesn't that opinion count at all keep in mind didn't no because it's stupid right didn't say it on the show number one right so it did go unchallenged from you um two uh you said like while you're saying while you're trying to funnel this out to to women 
women are it's just the same argument people have with children with the children thing that they're gonna fuck our kids they're gonna rape our women it's not even women and kids saying this no you know what i mean it's mostly men saying this as a as a way to like other transgender people um and that's not and, and in the context of the laws and stuff like uh a transgender if a transgender person who is uh male-bodied but uh presents as a woman walked into a fucking man's bathroom they're more likely to be assaulted you know what i mean <laughs> and vice versa by the way like if if if, if a, a person who is female-bodied but presents as a man started walking into the women's bathroom you'd lose your fucking shit you know what i mean it's just not even reasonable but and for you to say that's not unreasonable that's just tacit agreement that's all that is you know because you didn't want to present this dude as wrong you want to it's almost like the trevor noah thing where you want to show your your strength by agreeing with the most repugnant motherfucker and being like see we can have discussions guys isn't this good aren't we having a conversation it's like if there's no value in the conversation because you're not presenting any counter views you're just sitting there letting this person spew their shit then no it's not a conversation mm-hmm. it's just a way for you to get clicks mm-hmm. uh but you don't agree that transgender people have a psychiatric disorder no i don't agree with that but i don't know that much about the, the situation if somebody tells me like feels like if someone feels like they're a woman fine then you're a woman i'm okay with that if they've studied that and they say it's not a psychiatric disorder i'm okay with that too if that's what scientists decided that that is not a psychological disorder it's fine with me i agree but he didn't in uh in the um Mm. in the conversation though you didn't object to it at all right Mm -mm. Yeah. uh <laughs> and it's not like he farms all disagreement out to his guests because there's been seg- i mean look at the segment just with him and um being athletic he wasn't waiting for yep. the guests to go in he went in you know like like yeah when you want to speak on shit you will right it didn't it didn't rise to his um standard of offense which right. is why he didn't um discussed it discuss it um you know uh on his on his um out of his own mouth like he waited for his guests to discuss it um you know and i i don't even watch his show but i bet money uh bill maher has uh yeah november 29th transgender bathroom legal fight reach the supreme court bill maher uh um bill maher has to say a, a real talk or whatever final thing on that you know what i mean like it's that it's that thing where conveniently when you want to be on everybody's side yeah but when you're when you're in the face of it you're sitting up there agreeing with the dude that's saying ridiculousness you know but okay cool um going let's see that person also said um since the start of your new season you had other guests like tommy lauren and pierce morgan on not nearly as provocative i wonder if their ratings are falling possibility i would hope so hope so like i wonder if that's why he's having these people on like is it desperation because you got to build some new people that you normally wouldn't reach out to but now maybe ratings going down so you got to start looking for these internet people and shit yeah because i'm and i might be wrong but in my opinion his platform is very stagnant as far as where technology is going and how things are moving even how television is presented he's he's, it's very very he hasn't really changed a lot of format of his show and the thing is you've got to be the way his format of his show is 
you need to be very very entertaining and a lot of times he's not fucking entertaining in mm-hmm. my opinion because i don't think he's funny um and also you have especially with his views on islamic uh you know very uh uh, about uh, Muslim people, very homophobic, and all that stuff. People view that, and a lot of people are like, "Hey, dog, I can't fuck with you." And I think with the lead up to the election and shit like that, and him just constantly shitting on quote unquote liberals, like they are the worst ever, and it's all their fault, even that uh, Donald Trump got elected versus calling these motherfuckers out for being racist mm. that voted him in. I think a lot of people who used to love him. Even a lot of white people sat back and was like, hey, dog, mm-mm. And I, I, I really think I have to do a view because once you get to the point that you begin to get more extreme and extreme and extreme with your guest, mm-hmm. that tells me it's something to do with the ratings, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I mean, yeah. I, I think they also kind of agree, you know. Um, this is, uh, they have this, I'm not going to play it, but they have this, um, you know, he has this final thought or whatever fucking thing. Uh, and he had one of his thoughts was about how uh liberals need to let go of the transgendered as a pet cause because it will drive a wedge in the 2016 election election right so, so you know you guys caring about that shit is gonna make people not vote for democrats uh so maybe you know it's that thing where people call someone an ally and you assume something but when the push comes to shove he probably agree with milo on that shit of no. Yeah, and plus, I think too, when he first started out, um, his show was innovative, but now we have 24 hour news networks that do what right. he does mm-hmm. and have ratcheted it up way higher than he could have probably ever thought he'd have to do. Right. Yeah, I think he's now chasing, honestly, the cable news because cable news lost their dignity and just started having on these fucking nutbags to it's argue hard. with people. Right. And now it's like, how the fuck do I top that? Well, let me go to my, let me go to the same resources as them and find the most extreme points of view because, you know, this not like he hasn't been doing this show for 23 years. Right. This is a new low for him and these guests. Right. Like it's not new. Like the, the format's not new, Mm-mm. but, the, but these, the, the level of guests that he's getting. Yeah. That is new. Like it used to be an event like, oh damn, this motherfucker got so and so on there, or you know he made uh certain people a, a household name, like um uh what was that the Ann Coulter and shit like that became like yeah. they they rode each other's coattails of fame, but you know this shit here with Tommy Lawrence, these are people that he's just trying to have on. I think maybe his ratings may have dropped or something. Yeah, and you got competition from John Oliver now. Right. You have a do- like probably a dozen different cable mocking the news type shows mm-hmm. where people go for their comedy and news and now you you know maybe he's feeling a bit um you know maybe he's feeling a bit of uh a pushback you know he didn't mind in 2015 having janet mock on the show i'm sure he didn't make you know t- tell i'm sure he didn't tell her this shit about uh you know i kind of you know it's not unreasonable to want y'all out of the bathroom you know i mean right exactly um but yeah he says i never try to push anyone's buttons i think everybody else on tv everybody else who does political commentary in a comedic way they're all in one box it's so predictable what they're going to do which is never say anything that would make anything that would make any liberal give the slightest bit of discomfort i do a show about what's happening that week in the news trump is president i'm glad that we have enough credibility with both sides that people who are trump supporters will still do the show yeah no trump supporters will do every show though 
they don't care i mean who they turning down the motherfuckers should be having me on tv they just gonna lie to your face one way or the other right but why are we catering to the stupidest among us mm-hmm. and why is that, it's, it's like <laughs> Mm-hmm. Well, well, I mean, it's like I don't go in. I mean, as a teacher, I wouldn't have gone into my seventh grade class and taught to the child who just who, who is barely at fourth grade reading level. It taught the entire class. Like I'm trying to bring that kid up. Well, it's also that thing where I said when I said earlier about MLK and the moderate liberal or the moderate, you know, whatever the moderate. He is that person because you see, he's measuring his show's effectiveness by ability to get the most like you said to pull in the dumbest of the people and be like see they'll do my show it's like well maybe that's because your platform is actually garbage like maybe it doesn't maybe when you don't stand for anything it's a lot easier to get guests you know maybe people don't do say the daily show because they saw how tommy lauren was talked to and how she was mocked and they're like oh yeah i don't want to i'm not gonna go on that show because i i say stupid shit like that too and apparently it will be ridiculed and dissected maybe that's what happened you know and people look at your show and they go it's a safe place this dude has no fucking balls i can say whatever i want to and he's gonna sit there and take it because he's just gonna be happy i showed up you know as far as he's concerned the only thing that matters is me showing up um going back to politically correct you book conservatives like ann culture and kellyanne conway he says and laura ingram and Laura Ingram, we had a whole cadre, uh, cadre of blonde conservatives. There was a fourth woman conservative we used to book in those days who we kind of discovered. Her name is Ariana Huffington. I guess that was his liberal credentials right there. Mm-hmm. Uh, even after experience with Milo Kanopoulos, uh, do you, do you still, <laughs> uh, do you still want to get, uh, have guests your viewers can't have encountered or might want to add, avoid? Yes, I like people who push the limits. I like people who are not afraid to take the slings and arrows because they're going to explore what's on the edge. Now, is this guy over the edge? Yes. I mean, he's a little cuckoo, but I would rather err on that side than the side where everybody else is. What? Right. That doesn't even make sense yeah this guy's a murderer yeah this guy is dangerous <laughs> but you know what i'd rather just let him come into my house because everybody else is not letting him and he's not even being kicked out of everybody else's house like keep your house clean and safe if you know you know what I, mm. you know what my question is <sighs> how come crossover don't never cross over to us mm-hmm. like when are you gonna have dr umar on uh sarah said like let one of them crazy niggas that talk crazy shit on your show and use your platform and piss off some white folks and talk, I call you the white devil and shit like like let them people let them people come on your show and talk down to your audience and piss if you really want to piss everybody off i mean and they will be let, more than happy to show up too right let 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 diamond and sparkle come on there and, <laughs> and, 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 and spit that and spit that hot fire uh coonery in your face like if you gonna i mean if you just having people on because they gonna make people mad right then why come it's always the dude that is uh you know some white dude that's 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 talking shit about uh the same group of people that you claim to be allies with same you know some white woman coming on to tell you to tell everybody how black people ain't shit and stuff and you just give them a platform every time oh man <laughs> such a cornball anyway zero to a hundred oh a hundred fuck him all right, Miss Smart. That's an easy 100, yep. Yeah, 100. 
uh and more and more importantly stop defending that dude he's so trash just stop it y'all have the lowest fucking standards man jesus christ it's like he got a tv show it's like giving him props for having a camera uh (laughs) he allows people to come on both sides need to discuss it like all right dog i only thing that tells me is i can't fuck with you either because i know your ass ain't got no standards who knows what people say about me to you when i ain't around they probably be calling me all kinds of shit you just be like well i'm gonna get censorship uh a neo-nazi got punched in the face while handing out racist flies at a california campus okay um you know what i'm not even gonna finish that zero 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 for me yeah solid zero there you go all right um (laughs) let's see uh this one guys so primark uh which i guess is a united kingdom store okay has pulled a range of shirts uh t-shirts off of the shelves after they got a complaint guys okay they got a complaint and they said we got to take this shit off the shelves now what kind of shirts are these walking dead shirts why Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. because they were racist karen against zombies uh, apparently the shirt is mm-hmm. one of lucille negan's back and it says eeny meeny miny mo um and apparently, that's the shirt yeah that's the shirt and y'all see how racist it is when you look at it right is, is that racist do you care no miss smart you're not you're i don't not, see it you're not mm-hmm. offended okay all right well l- allow me to explain yeah okay? tell me tell me where it should hurt tell me where it should hurt the killer played by jeffrey dean morgan in a hit show about survivors of the zombie apocalypse calls his bat lucille and uses it to kill long-standing favorites glenn and abraham at the start of the most recent seven seasons spoiler alert before killing the pair negan who led led a gang leads a gang called the saviors decided on who to kill by doing any meeny mighty mo catch a tiger by his toe but after sheffield a sheffield couple ian and or what ian and gwen lovecraft spotted the t-shirt in a pre-marked store in sheffield last week they complained to bosses that it was offensive the methodist minister um said that any meeny mighty mo rhymes were is, is racist because it actually goes on to say catch a nigger by his toe oh okay no okay i see where they're going he also said the bloody bat was offensive adding we were shocked when we came face to face with a new t-shirt with a racially explicit graphic and text it was fantastically offensive and i can only assume that no one in the process of ordering it knew they were doing what they were doing or aware of its subliminal messages he said that everyone knows that any meeny mighty mo phrase continues to catch a nigger by his toe adding the graphic was has a large american baseball bat wrapped around with barbed wire covered in blood think everybody knows he don't watch the walking dead i know yeah, that much and, <laughs> and you'd be amazed how many people even some adults go go catch a tiger by because that's for some people that's all they've ever ain't no you'll be amazed everybody says that except this dude this dude grew up in some races where did he grow up i'm looking at his parents who taught you that sir who taught you that version of the rhyme i bet but well, how old is he is he uh old? let's see he is they don't say how old he is methodist preacher okay. though he's probably pretty old yeah, he definitely don't watch the show mm-hmm uh i like his everybody knows no, everybody don't. <laughs> uh the image relates directly to the practice of assaulting black people in america 
this nigga won the woke olympics dog oh <laughs> shit he over in another country talking about they mm-hmm. like, uh, but this ain't america i don't care <laughs> it's directly threatening to a racist assault and if i were black and were fa- oh so he ain't black if i were black and <laughs> were faced by a wearer i would just know where i stood <laughs> <laughs> you know what i want him on the team i want him on the team I- <laughs> come get you a barbecue sandwich get this man a fish plate make it to go if he don't want to stay well we'll, we'll use a good aluminum for oh he too yeah, old yeah oh my god he too old uh mr lecraft wrote a letter to primark chief executive paul marchant asking him to remove the t-shirt from sale the boss decided to remove it after the complaint a spokesman for primark continued the t-shirts are now being removed from all of his stores adding the t-shirt in question is licensed merchandise from the u.s television series the walking dead and the quoting image are taken directly from the show any offense caused by its design wholly unintentional and primark sincerely apologizes for this he got on the bullet oh man white man magic mm-hmm. we need him on the team he i feel like he's walking around with a monocle looking for the racism mm-hmm. and we need that i feel yeah it's like he got the um that um magnifying glass like a detective yeah is that some racism hold up is this I some sism I, I need to magnify my glasses mm, and that. he's so committed that he actually like wrote a letter like that and because i i i'll write That's a letter commitment. but he as a white man he saw this he did the math in his head and said you know what let me go get my pen my my quill and my dipping ink mm-hmm. yes dipping ink like i'm i'm i bet he be ooh, i bet he be on everything he was like i was listening to your radio station the other day and you played a racist song mm-hmm. it's a nice day for a white wedding <laughs> i think it's a nice day for anybody of any color to get married and you need to stop playing that song i'm tired of your racism is what i'm trying to say uh <laughs> yeah he hit him he's the one that write them a letter telling them they shouldn't have they win this at slave quarters Mm. <laughs> wait yep. wait what what happened to slave quarters no, a lot of white people oh you mean plantation weddings yeah, but see is that really but see i'm saying that's something i could convince a lot of people this racist i think he just be looking at stuff like a white cell what ah! <laughs> 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 why is it gotta be black ice i saw it on the weather report you said watch out for that dangerous black ice i think you need to change it to african-american ice and you need to stop calling it dangerous ah, he gonna he gonna write them a letter i got your invitation to this all white party mm-hmm. i do not mm-hmm. approve of this puff daddy your party is extremely racist ah! mm-hmm. <laughs> oh man zero to hundred karen oh i was mad but now i'm not Mm. zero you were blind but now you see to the wokeness mm-hmm. uh <laughs> what about you miss mark i'm also a solid zero he i like him yeah man now i just want to talk to that dude all the time mm-hmm. uh make oof, i know he don't watch bill mar he probably go off yes he would <laughs> all right guys let's uh go ahead and talk about what you guys really want to talk about i know right uh the walking dead this episode 10 of season seven uh only like six more to go it's called new best friends um and it got 11.08 million which is uh still pretty high mm-hmm. uh considering how you know the season went down after the first week um 
all right so uh i guess the synopsis for this episode is uh we find we get we go check out the kingdom daryl meets up with carol um the saviors exchange with the kingdom is getting a little dicey uh also and um we have a we meet the new people that the new group that rick and his crew have been surrounded by and they go through a heroin experience to try to build an allyship uh with this new group um let me play the theme song Also, correction is catch a nigra by the toe. Apparently, he's not from the south. Ah. <laughs> uh, all right, so Karen, thumbs up, thumbs down. What you think about this? I loved it. Karen loved it. All right, Miss Smart, what do you think about this episode? Thought it was rubbish. Rubbish. She thought it was a mm-hmm. pile of junk <laughs> that they throw you down into and make you fight a zombie. <laughs> uh literally and figuratively rubbish. <laughs> um yeah i thought it was a uh good episode to move the story along um yeah. it uh it is starting to become and and this may just be my affection for certain types of video games but it's starting to become a role-playing game yes and i am totally fine with this mm-hmm. <laughs> like, like, people levering up people healing and sharing their powers i mean the people you walk into like the, the groups they're running into are literally just starting to feel like sections of final fantasy and i'm just like fine fuck ah, it fuck it they dress like them shit fuck <laughs> it y'all been doing this seven seasons y'all right i'm tired of just the same shit do some weird shit and this week was weird to me right completely like we definitely spent time in two of the most detached from reality locations because we went to the kingdom we spent a lot of time there and then of course uh this new group which i'm gonna call the junctacons uh ah! we hung out with these motherfuckers for half an hour too yeah and, and the thing is uh for a lot of people i could see people doing just weird and crazy shit when the world goes to hell because you know sometimes people have to have some place of a normalcy i mean it don't gotta be realistic to me like i like the weird wacky shit this was weird and wacky the kingdom is weird and wacky and this shit was another weird and wacky group and i think my favorite thing about it and this is probably for people that just are watching the show it's probably not that big a deal but for me my favorite thing is that they're not in the book no they're not so we now run into two groups that aren't in the book and i love when they do that shit because now i have something else to watch for where i'm like oh who are these people how's what is their hierarchy go what do they call the walking what do they call the walkers and all kinds of shit that you know people might not care about but i definitely give a fuck about so uh we'll break it down i decided to break it down by just going to the different locations rather than um because it only happened in two different places so uh let's start with the kingdom okay um oh and i don't know if y'all realize this but and maybe i'm about to sound like i think i'm hella deep but i'm not uh and i might just be late and stupid but i realized this the second we stopped recording last week last week the show was called a rock in the road right Mm -hmm. 
mm-hmm. and he had that big ass metaphor that story that fable about the girl with the rock in the road and she moved in and found a pot of gold and all that shit right. before her hard work the king rewarded her that was the explosives that was the rock in the road on the highway when they got them explosives that was the gold mm-hmm. it's right there in the fucking title i can't believe i missed that i'm a fucking uh, idiot I, missed it too. Don't be a oh, I felt so stupid when we finished yeah, I recording yeah, i missed that too I thought oh. it was just a story, and the story was the story, and that's it. <laughs> uh, I mean, you know they so obvious. Obvious, they can't let nothing be subtle. But I cannot believe. <laughs> I like. I, I was like, uh, I felt so dumb. I felt like when you leave your keys in the house, you know, you just like ah. As soon as you close the door, the keys are in the house, you know. <laughs> or your purse at home. Yeah. yeah. All right, so we start at another one of the uh, swap meets where the saviors are meeting up with the kingdom, and this time they are getting watermelons uh from that black man of course mm-hmm. uh and the guy uh who's in charge gavin i think his name he's like this doesn't look like enough and then he's like zeke's like count it again it's all there and dude counts he's like you right 10 watermelons uh well this is going smooth and da 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 and this looks like everything's gonna be good um uh i do like the little jokes with jerry like he's like now boss and then zeke's like now jerry um here's my thing though why is he calling him jerry i feel like ezekiel as part of his character was call him like fitzgerald or <laughs> something you know what i mean gerald i don't think he would just call that nigga jerry uh it doesn't make sense so uh plot hole um <laughs> anyway they got some dude named jared who is the long-haired super like i'm a white person at starbucks making a complicated order type asshole um and he's picking on richard and he decides richard shouldn't have a gun and richard's like uh over my cold dead body and they both pull guns on each other stand off and then uh he's like um you know what y'all gonna do whatever and uh gavin's like we can't be having this shit every week and uh ezekiel's like i agree richard hand him your weapon and he does um although you could kind of see in richard's face that he was almost like hoping ezekiel ezekiel would be like yeah fuck these motherfuckers kill him you know that wasn't gonna happen but of course he didn't of course so he hands him the uh richard hands jared the gun Mm. and then jared is like uh you know he don't ever get a gun again and then richard's like suck on that you little shit uh and then um of course uh richard goes to hit him and as he goes to hit him morgan knocks the gun out of his hand with the bow staff and blocks the punch and then the guy looks at morgan and then morgan uh he grabs morgan's bow staff from morgan Mm -hmm. and he hits um uh morgan and uh richard at the same time but he gets swept by ben the Mm -hmm. squire who's been practicing with the bow staff (laughs) yeah Um, mvp he was like i'm coming off the bench right and then of course gavin blames all of ezekiel's people for this like it's not jared's fault at all right provoking right like at least last that sounds so familiar don't it it's almost like jared his last name must be yogurt topolis because Ah! that motherfucker (laughs) is uh getting a whole lot of uh a lot of a lot of chances innocent you know he just what are we gonna do just a, just a young he's like your younger brother that just puts a spider in your pillow 
uh which i my my little brother never did that and if he did i would have whooped his ass so i don't know how it happened how their families work yeah i don't know how it happened in bill maher's house but uh that is not a thing we did right um anyway uh so gavin tells him like hey man can't be fighting all the time and then uh zekiel's like you know what dog i'm gonna stop bringing uh richard up here and then he's like nope nope that's not gonna work you gotta keep bringing richard because i told you that if this shit happens again i'm he gonna be the first one to die so you gotta keep bringing him uh he's like just in case shit gets visceral um and then they uh basically roll out you know i guess the customer's always right familiar too because black people keep showing up to stuff we'll keep kicking your ass and but we want you to just not react Mm mm-hmm no that's not how this works right i want to police your reaction to it now the right thing for them to do would be like let's stop bringing jared he keep fucking up the exchange we love getting 10 mm-hmm. watermelons a week you know but uh apparently he decided fuck that um because his thing is like eventually we're gonna have to teach him a lesson and i don't like him anyway so i'm gonna be sure something go wrong he's gonna be the first one to die that yeah they love making one. examples out of people now i feel like they do a lot of this because they can't afford to have jeffrey d morgan on every episode so <laughs> this guy was just a placeholder um one of the things that was interesting though is when they get ready to leave morgan asked for his stick back um like 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 me asking for the, the controller back for my mama when she take it when i'm playing video games and i'm on ground he's like can i have my stick back and then the dude was like uh what and he was like someone important gave it to me it's it, the, it, the, dude, the cheese maker. maker yeah and the dude was like man i don't give a fuck about your backstory it's my stick you hit me with it no, he gonna get that stick back. and he was begging to, gavin to let him hit him or whatever and gavin's like come on man let's go uh and then <laughs> i love gavin talks to uh morgan where he goes read the goddamn room sensei <laughs> like it's not happening you're not getting your fucking stick back uh they get back to the kingdom ezekiel tells ben not to use his bow staff uh so quickly and shit just because he got skills now um which, telling him to think yeah but essentially i guess he wanted him to let morgan and that dude get fucked up um which i don't know man ezekiel i disagree with his methods he just don't want to whatever it takes not to go to war and i i mean when you won't pass it to morgan it's like nigga right because, you are doing the z pock wrong because i think that uh ezekiel and rick have more in common because that's how rick was rick had got to the point where he was like whatever it takes not to get another person killed and when you do that all you do is like put everybody and that's not a way to live and that's rick's whole thing was like that's not a way to live he's also was kind of like morgan being passive and when he was out there being farmer rick and not wanting to kill and all that shit but he realized that you have to do this so that's why he constantly is at a war with morgan because at the end of the day he's like this is this is a line that you're gonna have to cross whether you want to or not well let me lay this on your beef patty care (laughs) (laughs) do you think ezekiel has killed anybody no what about you miss smart no i don't think he has in fact i think he's like um he just lucked up into his position right Mm, almost like gregory right because remember and he basically said he did when he was talking to carol he was like look i worked at the zoo 
i understand how you got the tiger and everything i'm just saying do you think right. in those two years or three years that we've been in the z-pop do you think he's ever had the body a nigga you think he ever had to catch a body no because he had a fucking tiger no nobody's gonna fuck with a dude with a tiger even if they can't fight okay all right i'm just asking oh, just that's asking the questions opinion. i think he definitely had to kill some people because he's from detroit but <laughs> but then this, but then but then the z-pop started and he probably hadn't killed any since the zombies started showing up um all right so um and he did look like he was um good in a fight i mean when they had to kill those zombies the first week where they made the exchange where they fed the pigs um zombie meat he oh. i mean he killed them zombies pretty good so it like he definitely has killed some zombies i just wonder if he's killed a person oh you think he like olive <coughs> queen i'm being nice because if you let me loose i will fuck you up maybe i don't know i don't know okay maybe that's why he likes carol then because he can see himself in her possibly mm, True. maybe mm-hmm. i just assume it's because white girls evolve it okay <laughs> i have and, and, and finally coming up to being almost as good as us i have social media and that's apparently what, that's what, <laughs> what africa told me y'all evolving <laughs> the new wave is these white girls now are almost black girls so watch watch your back watch your back watch your back original copies uh, <laughs> oh my god the carbon copies on their way right <laughs> you're like well that makes no sense uh at any rate um so gavin uh and them have left uh you know Ezekiel's confronting ben then he tells richard he'll talk to him later uh daryl sees morgan bleeding from his ear after he got hit upside the head with his own stick um and he basically comes over like uh did y'all just make a trip to exchange with the saviors and morgan's like yeah we did and he's like they did that to you and he's like yeah he's like well you know when carol sees what they did to you and then when she see if she hears about glenn you know she gonna she gonna kill him or whatever and he was like i know um but carol that's why she left um and so richard um sees daryl daryl leaves from from morgan clearly disgusted and he sees and he sees richard mm-hmm. practicing with a bow because he said they took his gun and now he's gonna need this bow and let me tell you something people gonna get on richard i get it a lot of people don't like richard but let me tell you something if they told me they were gonna kill me first you goddamn right i'm trying to go to war i ain't trying to die for nothing they already told me <laughs> i can't i can't not come and they gonna kill me first when the shit pops off anyway the second right the second that truck's a little light the second that one of them watermelons come up missing my ass gotta die first and yes i'm the most gung-ho about going to war they i gotta shoot with a bow you see how off he was at that bow that shit didn't hit close to the center at all and then he gave daryl a crossbow which is like giving john wick a gun he was like here you go dog ain't that he wasn't as bad as carl but he was still off yeah, Ooh, yeah yeah car was up into the left <laughs> right you're right <laughs> um so he gives him um you know the the spare spare crossbow basically saying heard you a bow man you, you know here he go and they then he takes daryl and shows him a uh his his secret uh shack mm-hmm. where he has honeycomb uh, hideout the honeycomb hideout where he got a whole lot of bottles of uh apparently explosive fuel because he made molotov cocktails he's been planning uh and i'm assuming bottles of urine because 
he seems like an alex jones fan of course and when he opened the door they had a name of like a little girl and i was like yeah he lost his family yep yep you know he did you know he lost his damn family liam neeson basically they couldn't afford to get liam neeson but he like knock off liam neeson um so richard uh then takes daryl with they get some more guns and he takes it to a hiding spot on the side of the road behind some trailers and he said and you can tell this is his plan he's been thinking about this and he's like listen the saviors come through here every day down this road i won't kill some of them i can't i got you out here because i can't do it by myself but we have the drop on them we're gonna shoot the guns they're gonna stop we're gonna throw molotov cocktails then we're gonna shoot the guns till we finish it and i'm gonna leave a trail where they can follow this trail back to my cache of weapons then they're gonna follow that tra- a trail from there back to carol's house now he doesn't tell daryl that it's carol but he just says this is person living alone mm-hmm. and ezekiel cares a lot about her and she basically dead because she out here living in this house by herself like like because he don't really know her like that yeah well I think he knows that Carol can take care of herself. Right. And I think he knows that Ezekiel likes her. Mm -hmm. And he's figured out if I, no matter what, if I can get the savings to ambush her, she's going to die. Maybe she'll escape, but, but the chances are she's going to end up dead or something. And whatever happens to her is going to lead back to Ezekiel and the saviors. I mean, and the kingdom getting involved in this war. And he's just trying to force Ezekiel's hand. Right. Now, um daryl loves carol so he don't want that to happen he ain't going for that so he's you know he's like say her name say her name and then he was like i don't know any black women that died from police violence i know he was like <laughs> you got to tell me he's like it's carol and he was like I, I damn it i knew you was gonna know well god damn my plan almost worked ah! um so uh one of the things i thought was interesting here though uh before we even get to what happened next what do you think about Richard's plan, Karen? It was dumb. Dumb. Okay. All right. What about you, Miss Smart? I agree. It was shitty because he's assuming he, and maybe he has been studying them for years. I don't know, but they are pretty volatile. Mm. So I don't know that they would follow, do exactly what he expected. So he's trying to lead them back to Carol's house and assuming that they're gonna have, they're gonna leave and regroup. No, they it, they they could just attack um you know the kingdom right then and there Mm, okay all right uh i think his plan is brilliant honestly i think it's one of the (laughs) smartest most brutal savage plans if i didn't know carol um i would be like that do that shit like we need to fight them eventually we gonna have to this is basically our guantanamo bay like we need to start some Ah, shit ah. like we gotta start some shit to get this war popping out because I can't be the first one to die if a fucking watermelon goes missing. So <laughs> somebody, so so take this old lady out. She basically she don't like us anyway. She don't even fuck with us. Can't even go by our house and, and bring her water. She got mad at me. I understand his plan. I'm not saying it's okay. It's extremely ruthless, and I love Carol. I don't want her to die. But if I was Richard, yeah, that's close enough. Maybe it don't work out exactly like I planned, but I'm a dead man already. They took my gun today. You know what I'm saying? You know how much a punk ass nigga you must feel like walking around with no gun at these exchanges? Right. Mm. Anyway, uh, the the main flaw in his plan was uh, Daryl whooped his ass 
fuck the, like yep. they need to, hey you know that the memes on twitter where they saw somebody getting their ass whooped like a black person whooping a white person's ass and in the top in the sun it's always like malcolm x smiling and martin luther king smiling ah! they needed to do that but have merle smiling uh <laughs> when daryl was whooping that dude's ass <laughs> merle had to be so proud of his baby brother because he whooped this shit up out of uh richard um and then eventually they they draw guns on each other and don't shoot another the second time this A episode gun and bow. yeah they draw weapons on each other and don't shoot the second time this episode that's happened uh and then daryl uh you know rich is basically because and the reason they end up fighting is because the saviors are driving down the road and rich was like i'm just gonna get to shooting these motherfuckers and daryl was like don't and then he fought them to make them stop and so the saviors never stopped they don't even know a fight happened over there mm-hmm, um, big ass truck yeah and and rich is like this shit gotta happen dog stop hating um and daryl was like look man i don't give a fuck if carol uh you know gets bit by a walker if you do if 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 you hatch off this plan i don't care if she fucking you know get struck by lightning dog if she dies i'm going to kill you like it doesn't matter what happens when i hear she dies i'm gonna kill your ass i'm like richard stay getting threatened and richard was like i'll die for the kingdom and then daryl was like well then why haven't you basically Mm -hmm. which is a good point because um it makes you wonder if he really wanted to start some shit and get them in this war he could easily just pop off at one of these meetings Mm -hmm. and get shot yeah and he will get he will probably get killed but i mean the kingdom will have to go to war no because ezekiel then he'll be like well he kind of brought it on himself i mean you know he's a hothead he had no self-control he'd find an excuse to lay down well you got to shoot ezekiel too probably you know shoot that nigga in the back then start shooting some other people let him know the deal you know do what you gotta do bro Ah! oh let him know the (laughs) cops is in town i mean the thing is you essentially need to get negan out there so just kill right. some of them dudes negan gonna show up and be like i hear y'all been killing my peoples i'm about to kill some of y'all people so we can get this lesson we're gonna take half y'all shit put it in the trucks and we're gonna be up out of here and that and that will absolutely start a war um so that's my guess anyway because zeke can't the reason zeke ezekiel can keep his people his populace satiated is that they don't know about the saviors right mm-hmm. if they knew they would fight look at hilltop they they got a bunch of farmers and shit but the second they knew that there's a hope of fighting these people back they was like hell yeah some people that want to fight right um, well one other thing yeah. that was, was weak in richard's plan was giving them weapons like leaving weapons mm-hmm. in you know in along the trail for them to get you you don't give them more weapons and more ammunition you like i don't know set the thing to explode or something full of, you know put some trip wires around it or something like that you don't give them more weapons okay so here's what i was thinking right <laughs> this is my guess i don't know but my guess is his math was i'm going to shoot at them with a whole lot of weapons make it messy blow shit up make it look like a big spectacle so that they will send a big ass group out here when they find out what happened to these people i'm gonna lead them back to the weapon cache so that they'll be like oh somebody got a whole lot of weapons and that explains why they was why they killed so many people because they over here armed like fucking rambo we're gonna follow the path from here oh it's this sweet little old lady well that's why she did that's how she did it she went and got a whole bunch of weapons then she went and killed our men then um and then she came back to her cabin 
that's my guess is his math on is like if i just make it straight from molotov cocktail explosion to her house they're gonna be like she didn't do this like who helped you like how else did you do the question who helped you yeah that's my guess anyway i i don't know i think his i don't think rich is all there is what i'm saying he not (laughs) you know he's desperate but i I don't blame him can you blame him they gonna kill him first i think people are overlooking the the perilous situation of someone telling you when the things go wrong and you know it's gonna go wrong we gonna fuck him up first whether it's fault or not right from that point on i'm in savage mode dog y'all can all die but you know what? How did how did I'd like to know how Richard even got down with Ezekiel's crew? Because mm. you, I can't align myself with you if you on that passive stuff, and I'm about breaking heads. Like we, mm. I, you got to trick me from the start, or at least we got to be on the same page from the start. It sounds like Ezekiel had a change of heart after they ran into some walkers and some people got killed trying to expand the kingdom. Mm-hmm. So like, it sounds like Ezekiel used to be a fierce leader. I mean, nigga got tired. I mean, it sounds like he used to be a fierce leader. <laughs> And then some people died and then he lost all his, you know, will to, 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 to really be like a gung ho leader. But you gotta make <coughs> some eggs to make a cake. That's what I'm saying. But I want Ezekiel, like, we can just go with vegan cakes now. Oh. <laughs> this cake ain't gotta have no butter in it. Right. Mm, anyway. Um, That's the cake. So after that ass whooping, um, ah! uh, you know there's there's that threat uh and then king ezekiel rolls up to carol's house with a group of knights uh carol opens the door because they tripped a wire of hers uh because carol be knowing come on swear she got the hearing of my grandmama man she's like ah! get out the get out the refrigerator he's like it's three in the morning mm-hmm. uh but um jerry uh gave us some cobbler after they told after she told them to stop coming around there and he was like look as long as there's walkers out here as long as you out here i'm gonna be coming by check on you every once in a while we weren't coming to disturb you you open the damn door and ah! i mean it was kind of some bullshit though because jerry had some cobbler for her so i feel like they did know she was gonna open that door mm-hmm. um so after that they leave then the knock on the door daryl shows up mm-hmm. uh soon as she see daryl daryl's like uh jesus took us to the kingdom and then morgan said you left and I was like, whoever got the right that Jesus took us to the kingdom, my. <laughs> I know they high fived after that, right? They high fived in the writer's yeah. room. Yeah. Uh, they go in. Carol, uh, is cooking some, some stuff on the fire for him. And she lets him know that she's living out in West Bumblefuck, Virginia, because apparently she didn't want any, to see any more people die. She didn't right. want to lose anybody else. And she was like, I don't know what I would do if I would lose one of y'all. Uh, cause I don't want to, i can't kill anymore and then she's like no i can and i if i do i don't i i, I don't know what i'm gonna do because i'm gonna lose myself basically like i guess all these people she killing she losing more and more of her identity she feels and becoming this killer person and she don't want to be that uh which is uh funny because i feel like the people on the hashtag and on twitter and stuff taking it kind of easy on carol like 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 for some reason carol gets to go back to not wanting to be a badass when man if this was like some of these other characters that have tried to pull this like everything when sasha went crazy when morgan decided he wasn't killing nobody like people get in their ass every goddamn week Mm -hmm. 
is it because carol ran away from the group like is that why people they're like was she just only endangering herself or because she's just a sweet old lady that too i don't know why she gets a pass i think that people maybe are holding out hope that she'll turn around maybe i don't know i think that's possible it's been a while and she's been with us she's been with us for so long like morgan you know he hasn't really been with us consistently Mm. being a badass or whack ass just mostly whack ass so we don't expect and i say we i i'm not i'm Mm. not easy on carol i think she's being ridiculous Mm. um or maybe the writing is so ridiculous that i don't feel like she has shown me that she's lost herself like if she started to enjoy killing then and and wanted to stop then i would say okay okay girl you need to chill but Mm. i mean she has the right amount of remorse right so you know just channel that remorse learn to cook some damn cobbler or something but keep you know keep stay in survival mode yeah i mean and the thing is the actress is so good she's such a fucking Mm -hmm. good actress she really does make me feel like she tired of killing like when she be having them breakdowns afterwards i'd be like damn man because like i'm not like a lot of these people that are like she gonna come back every time they bring her up she gonna come back she gonna kill everybody i'm like nigga I, it don't seem like it seemed like she over killing motherfuckers right i think when she had that book uh seasons ago and she was keeping tally i think it was literally weighing like yeah to me they showed that these actions were weighing on her and i think that she never really enjoyed killing mm-hmm. i think she killed out of necessity and she was like I don't want to have to do this and I know that the way this world is set up I have to kill to protect the people that I love so I can't love nobody so I'd rather just be alone Mm -hmm. so I don't have to kill out of protection right I mean you can't that's the way I view it no I'm with you you can't be hurt if you're by yourself you know um so anyway they had this uh conversation that she basically explains all this uh and so she says what happened with the saviors and i thought it was interesting because the way she asked that question you could tell one she didn't really want to ask that question Mm-mm. but she kind of she does care like she daryl's the one person she can't keep that front up with she can keep that front up with morgan keep that front up with ezekiel keep that front up with that group of knights that showed up earlier but daryl knows her you know they they spent time you know together um like you know they they went into when they went into that like domestic violence shelter and shit like they uh-huh. know each other's deepest darkest secrets and who they are and i think they both are abuse survivors and they have that yeah. together and so i think she confided in him in a way that other people wouldn't wouldn't and daryl up until this point had been very much like carol needs to know what's happening so she can come help us uh kill the saviors and so she has this moment where she's like what happened and he says uh yeah the saviors came and we killed them all so essentially he does her the favor of offering her peace um and that scene was so powerful because she was crying like a motherfucker dog like i think that i'm not so funny i think that in her heart she knew this somebody died and somebody got fucked up yeah but she was like well let me ask just to confirm what i kind of already know Mm. and also i think that daryl for the first time realized what the fuck morgan Morgan was was talking talking about about, you know because his thing was like she gonna come back and he was like dog she just really want to be at peace like i don't think you understanding the point of her just really wanting to be at peace well he even said she he agreed like what on low key he just like he agreed with daryl 
when daryl said well if, if she knew she'll come back she'll fight he was like i know right you know but i didn't tell her you know um one of the things that was also interesting about this um i really think do i'll put i ask you do you think she knows that daryl's lying or do you think she believes that they killed the saviors and everything's okay I think she wants to believe he's telling the truth, uh, because I don't, I don't think that she believes they came out unscathed. But I think she's gonna say, "I'll take your word for it," because that's what I want to believe to keep myself at peace and to prevent me from actually fighting again. What do you think, Miss Smart? I'm gonna think that when for that, he also doesn't think she's ever ever learned learn the truth. She's never going to be in, put in a position because he's not going to tell where she is. Mm-hmm. Morgan's obviously not going to tell where she is. So, you know, she he did her a favor. But, yeah, I think she had that fear, but she would accept it coming from him. If it had to come from Morgan, she wouldn't have believed it. <clears throat> okay. Yeah, I think she does. I think she believes him. And I think that's why she's relieved because she, she seemed very relieved to know. She did. But I honestly think if he would have told her the truth, she would have said, well, then I got to gear up and we got to kill these motherfuckers. Mm-hmm. And that's, so he kind of spared her and gave her peace that, you know, she's earned. I mean, she got enough bodies on her resume to go straight to the Killing People Hall of Fame. You know, first ballot. Ah! Yeah, she gonna get in. Um, so, um, then uh, Daryl basically says, hey, can I get something to eat? and she's like yeah i'll, I'll get you something to eat or whatever yeah, he do i gotta be a king around here to get something to eat right and uh <laughs> i love the way she looked at him when he ate you know it's like watching a mom watch her son come home mm-hmm. from college he did everything but get, put a sack of laundry on the washing machine <laughs> um and then he leaves and at the door she lingers for a second almost like she doesn't know what to do with herself like right. she almost like she wanted to go but she but she knew not to um and so daryl leaves he returns to the kingdom he hangs out by shiva's cage uh morgan sees him and says ezekiel's gonna be impressed that you know how to hang out with this cat and daryl's like hey anybody got a pet tiger can't be that bad but i think he says that because he asked uh carol if ezekiel was okay and she said he was all right um and then morgan uh, daryl tells morgan like you need to get us the kingdom. You need to convince them to come fight with us. And Morgan's like, yeah, him, him, and Han. Yeah, you know, Morgan's all we can't do that. We need peace and shit. And so then Daryl tells Morgan, whatever you're holding on to, it's already gone. Wake the hell up. And Morgan's like, you the same as me, because you didn't tell Carol uh, the truth, and I know you didn't because if you did tell her the truth about how the savers killed everybody, she'd be here with you. Right. So you holding on to shit too and daryl's like i'm going to hilltop and then he pets shiva because they had to size it up as much as possible uh <laughs> he pets a fucking tiger we both tigers right and then ah, ah. they show him going back to hilltop and richard sees him leaving so i now my question do y'all think richard will still enact his harebrained scheme um now that daryl's gone I think so. And I think one thing that struck me as strange, or I guess maybe also protecting Carol, he didn't even give her a heads up, like even a mm-hmm. casual over the shoulder. Be careful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like the, what about this plan? 
and mm-hmm. also and also um like i don't know if he just felt richard was uh he was satisfied that richard was scared i don't know you know because because like i don't richard didn't seem sufficiently scared to make me feel like he'll never enact that plan and richard is Mm -hmm. desperate um and richard saw him leave and also the hilltop is a place where the saviors do know about and maybe they will see daryl so like you know he's dumbass he should have stayed right so this like this leads to a lot of openings and kind of a stupid i don't know what his plan is it's kind of a stupid situation maybe he just feels like he got closure now that he saw carol but should have stayed his ass there that was rick's whole yeah. point because right. guess what they allowed to go up there looking for you right um and all right so that was the end of that that chapter uh also let's get to the junk cons okay guys so last time we got um we caught up with rick's group they were also uh surrounded by a bunch of i don't know goth characters goth looking motherfuckers um yeah the the models from um kanye west's um clothing line (laughs) yeah yes like his fall lineup don't it It was jesus Mm -hmm. season eight all up in there Mm -hmm. um and so they got surrounded uh and then they got walked into the center of what looks to be like a junkyard very clean looking junkyard by the way but mm-hmm. um they get they ain't got enough time on their hand they have plenty of time to clear it mm-hmm. they walk in there in that in there there's piles of junk all around but it's pretty uh spaced out and they in the center everybody <laughs> walks around and it what appears to be like an aimless line until they actually stop and surround them which is so over the top dramatic as fuck ah! um, choreography. choreography yeah they didn't need and i love how many tall people they it like they it was a lot of tall people like did they find like a WNBA team that was lost in the zombie apocalypse because it was like the tallest women in the world on this team it was like, just, we gotta find somebody we can see over the the piles of okay the mountains i got it during the zombie apocalypse there was a band competition that's why they were able to yes. get in those formations so quickly mm-hmm. and a lot of times at least when I paid attention, the tuba players and the people who played the really big instruments were taller. Mm-hmm. They are. I played a band, mm-hmm. marching band. They there are. you go. So there we go. go. And they decided to slick their hair back because everybody had long hair, don't care. Mm-hmm. And yep. um, they was all greased up and wearing dark golf clothes. And a woman whose hair was clearly cut with a floby came through. Ah, ah. And she was the leader. And just because I don't want to keep referring to her for the, as the leader for the next 20 minutes, uh, her name is actually, uh, like Jade, what is it, Jaden or some shit? Jadis. Jadis, yeah. Jadis. Yeah, Jadis. Jadis. So Jadis or Jadis? Mm-hmm. Yeah, J A D I S, Jadis. Um, because uh, I just, she doesn't tell on that name to the end. And if that's important to you, then I'm sorry. But I don't feel like referring <laughs> to this woman as the leader forever, you know? Ah! But um anyway, man, she had this like floby haircut, David Bowie look going on. And He Man, she had a He Man. Yeah, she had ah, the He Man. Ah. Uh she had the He Man cut going and the uh Rick uh she she's like, Does one speak for you or is this a group or something? And like they talk they talked weird, which is like, look, I get that it's the Z Pac. But who the fuck changes their entire way of talking by the two years into the Z-Pot? You know what I mean? Like, we're doing away with pronouns 
at my group. I, I got 20 minutes of white voice on customer service before I just break character. I, I mean, yeah. two years? Come ah! on now. Two years. Um, and so Rick is like, you got our man, Gabriel. Where is he at? And because she was like, y'all owe us your lives. If you want to buy back your lives, then let us know what y'all going to do. And he's like, show me Gabriel first. And they brought Gabe out, but they even took fucking Gabe's shirt. Which I was like, what y'all gonna do with a preacher shirt? It's so fucked up. And Gabe looks so pathetic in that in that wife beater. Mm-hmm. Um, and so he uh, was out there sweating like a slave and shit, looking mad scared. Um, and Rick nods at him, which kind of reassures Gabriel, I guess. Um, and so uh, he says, uh, she or uh, the Jadis is like, y'all took the boat supplies. And that was a trap. We've been watching them supplies to see who was going to get them. So then we went to your group and we took the boat supplies back. And then we took all the rest of your stuff because we saw it. Then we took Gabe. And Rick explains, y'all really can't own our lives. And we need our stuff back too because that's not our stuff. It's to save your stuff. Right. And it's a dude named Negan. He out here kicking everybody's ass and taking their shit. And it's just a matter of time before he does it to you. And if you kill us or you take our shit, he going to come looking for your ass. And he going to fuck it all up. And y'all ain't trying to have them problems. So what you need to do is group up with us and we can fight them together because I got a plan. And she was like, nah. <laughs> yeah. Rick getting a lot of nay nah. Mm-hmm. And so when they said, when, she, when Jada said no, the rest of the group started looking at them they all produced weapons and started trying to fight our group which they struggled in the fight for just a couple seconds uh of course aaron uses superpower getting hit upside his motherfucking head again ah! boy that boy whoo he, he got a <laughs> no wonder why his husband would be like don't go back out there he need to be in the post concussion syndrome test uh we need to check him out PTSD. uh not the ptsd the cte but <laughs> they need gotta to check him. To that concussion. Yeah, we got to check him because that motherfucker got something. He done got hit upside the head more than Tina Turner. Oh. Yeah, oh. yeah, I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> anyway, so he got his ass whooped, uh, and then Gabe pulled out a, a knife and took one of the women uh, hostage. Tennille, I think was her name. Yeah, he took a knife from her. Yeah, uh, yeah, Tamille. He disarmed her, put a knife up to her throat. It was like y'all need to listen I'm okay about this life, I fuck i'll kill her if y'all don't listen to us and then that she rick was like look i'm telling y'all we we could get stuff and she was like uh speak or whatever um and gabe was like look man he uh is our leader rick can do anything just tell us what to do he'll get it for you and she was like want something now and then uh uh rick was like uh look man he right i'll get i'll get whatever y'all need just let us know we we can we resourceful we you know we survivors and um i'm like i'm surprised because basically gabe wrote a check for rick's ass to cash yeah he did uh he's like i believe in you white man now do something (laughs) he's an impossible white man i know i seen it didn't somebody write one at the hilltop for them you know like was it was it was it Daryl that said we can kill all of them or yep, whatever? Yeah. Okay. So okay. They always writing checks for Rick's ass to cash, right? But Rick believing mm-hmm. himself again, so it's fine. Uh, so she was like, Tamil, Breon. Uh, she told everybody drop their gun, drop their weapons, and Gabe dropped his too. And then she was like, Tamil, Breon, 
show rick up 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 and um i'm like did derrick rose write this dialogue like this shit felt like mad max meets blade runner <laughs> like why do these people talk different they just it's not it hasn't been that long um they all have tetanus right well shit i know somebody gonna have locked y'all after this all that sharp metal old rusty shit around there of course so they take rick to the top of a junk pile that's up 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 and she basically tells him look life hard now we be opening up canned foods and cans starting to have rotten food inside of them uh we sat on the boat because we wanted them boat supplies uh but y'all got them and we ain't getting none so you need to prove that you're a real nigga and if you do if you do then we'll work with you and then she pushed his ass down off the up 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 into a pit of trash where he fought a fucking gladiator arena zombie yes he did (laughs) i was like what happened here what's going on oh my god uh this nigga fought a fucking zombie that has spikes sticking out of it and shit and a helmet she might as well said let the games begin <laughs> for real <laughs> she for real uh and then like the the rest of the crew could kind of look through these pipes and they were panicking to kind of see especially michonne she's like not my dick what you doing um and so ah, ah. then um these uh you know they they made him fight um this fucking you know zombie and they were and he, he was having a hard time he stabbed himself in the hand cut his leg kicking the zombie because it's full of spikes mm-hmm. um and he you know these larping ass niggas of course had to make it super hard uh and so he takes uh because michonne has a psychic connection with him she was like rick use the walls and then he just like they did with the with the car stunt last week he magically knew what she meant and he piled trash on top of uh the zombie and then it, it got pinned down and he took a glass and wrapped it in a uh, cloth and stuck it through the zombie's head until it died yeah and rick was like at the level of the video game where you almost think you got the balls and the boss was like it's a trap and you like mm-hmm. fall down into a hole and you're like Shit, now i gotta fight my way out of this bitch yeah it's such a role-playing game the only thing oh, that would be better is they had to take turns hitting each other yes um <laughs> question like so much like we go back to the cheese maker and you know i was sitting there when morgan when they they went in the house and there was that uh cage in the middle of the living room now i'm wondering like what type of situation are these junk people experiencing where they have set up a fight till your death ring for and everybody knew what it was right with a with a metal protected zombie yes it it wouldn't and maybe it's just me it wouldn't surprise me if they put people down there that like cross their borders and you know just put people down there just so they can fuck them up just so they don't have to be bothered with them or people may have came to them before and they was like Mm-mm, mm-hmm. this is where you go so you think they throw them down there to die mm-hmm. I because yeah. mean, there was a, a corpse down there that was eaten completely it wasn't even a zombie it just was eaten yep that's why i said they do that or maybe if you break whatever rules of the group they push your ass down there like that you know i get it yeah all right we got to go to the segment two uh give me one second i'll bring everyone back on screen one second miss smart okay um and everyone will be right back it won't take very long it's no zone uh alvin do you have any booty sweats uh 
Yeah, get him chugging on some of Alpha's ass water. That'll bring him around. It's a cure-all. Man, what you coming out and movies for anyway? you need another revenue stream? For your information, my revenue stream currently generates $2 million a year in charitable contributions for my community. I think. And why am I in this movie? Maybe I just knew I had to represent. Because they had one good party here for a black man, they gave it to Crocodile Dundee. Pumpy Breaks, kid. That man's a national treasure. I just wanted to throw another shrimp on you, Bobby. That shit ain't funny. Hey, fellas, it's hot. We're tired. It stinks. I'm fucking with you, Kangaroo Jack. I'm sorry a dingo ate your baby. You know that's the true story? Lady lost a kid. You got to cross some fucking line. Guys, relax. You stuff. know what? Fuck that, man. I'm sick of this koala-hugging nigga. Tell him he's... For 400 years, that word has kept us down. What the fuck? Took a whole lot of time just to get up that hill. Now we up in the big leagues. Kid not turn the back. Long as we live, it's you and me, baby. <laughs> That's the theme song for the Jeffersons. Am I not? You really need really help. And just because the theme song don't make it not true. I don't know what you see, but I see. Yeah, I can't see nothing. It just says loading your video, but I'm on screen. Mm-hmm. Can y'all hear me in the way. chat? They hear me in the chat? Yes? Okay. Can y'all hear him? Well, I'll keep going because, yeah, for me, it just says loading your video. Um, I don't know what's going on. Well, as long as it's not messing up, let's, let's keep it, let's keep it moving there. Um, alright, so back to our story. Um, so Rick, uh, beats the fucking zombie, uh, of course, you know, run up and get done up. Um, and, uh, after Rick wins, he says, he's like, I told you, we can do anything. You just give us a chance and all this shit. And I was like, alright, pull him up get us some guns and we'll join your fight and rick is like we can get you some guns no problem um and that's when i'm like total role-playing game because the next side mission is going to oceanside to get some guns right it is gotta be the lick um wait is miss smart back too she not back i I see her thing moving for like sound but i don't hear her Oh, she says she's here. I can't see her. I can't. Okay, so let me refresh your eyes because okay. I think that's the only way this is going to work. Because uh, okay. if she's not on my screen, we can't gonna be able to hear her side of the conversation. Okay, I can see her and I can see her little thing. Well, I just couldn't hear her. Yeah, you can't hear it because it's coming through my computer, which won't ah, okay. load the video for some reason. Not a problem. It says loading video. Okay, yes, turn on camera. So I hit yes to turn on camera. And then nothing. It just says loading your video still. Which is weird because. I'm going to close it and go back in. Okay, because we can actually see you. Yeah. Yeah. Damn it. Mm-mm-mm. That is all good. Mm-mm-mm. Y'all might be in for a treat. You know, back before the war broke out, I was a saucier in San Antonio. I bet I could call up some of them greens. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Noodle some crawfish out the patty, yo. <laughs> I made some crab apples for dessert now, yeah? Hey, yeah. What the hell is this? <laughs> That's uh, Traffic Thunder, Robert Downey Jr. Oh, I haven't seen him in fucking years. All right, before my computer rudely interrupted us, just so rude, we were almost done discussing this thing. All right, so let's see if we can, if I can pick up where I left off, which I've totally forgotten. Um, 
so uh all right my man uh rick beat the zombie mm-hmm. and he was like y'all ready to work with a nigga and she was like uh yeah give us some guns and he was and i started putting it together it's basically an rpg side quest gotta go to oceanside to get the guns that's the only place they've shown us where it's a whole lot of guns and not enough people to use them right um and she was like get the guns then we'll fight your fight um then she at the, they negotiate for their stuff which is essentially she wants half of whatever they get from the saviors because that's how gabe was able to convince them to join sides is hey whatever we get from the saviors we'll give y'all a lot uh by the way gabe shout out to him um trying to talk like them it wasn't as good but he was like uh we get much from the saviors we give you much i was like oh nice try buddy you've been here longer than everybody else uh so yeah rick says uh we'll give you a third and they want their stuff back and eventually they get to an agreement where the junk people can keep the jars of stuff they got from rick and them but they only get a third of the haul from the saviors and they go to shake on it but rick got a bloody hand from touching one of the spikes on the zombie so he clearly gonna get locked y'all on the way home Need a tetris shot. <laughs> yeah what'd you say a tetris shot yep tetris shot T- tetanus shot ah! that is... <sighs> well, we all talking about video games here yeah yeah my I, bad I gotta turn you in tetanus shot my bad tetris shot <laughs> my bad y'all video games anyway so uh tetanus he, he, he the tetanus hasn't kicked in yet <laughs> and he comes lipping around the corner and he's like super hype or whatever because they got this agreement um he also that's when we find out that the zombie's name is winslow which i now want somebody to do a complete remake of the family matters theme song with <laughs> clips of that zombie oh. in it oh man that would be so good uh anyway winslow the zombie and he was like so y'all use that to test people and she was like no his name was winslow so i don't know what the fuck they use it for was it just a pet zombie so. like entertainment i don't know people do weird things yes they do uh so uh the rick so then rick comes around the corner gabe and him hang out by the car and gabe is like man i really thought you was gonna think i left and i appreciate that you believed in me as soon as you showed up and you nodded i knew that you knew i got taken by the boat people and i didn't know if y'all was gonna be able to find me and rick was like nah man i you know um you know i i I believe or whatever you fine you know and then he was like why you believe in people why you so confident now and he was like because somebody showed me the enemies can be friends and he was talking about gabe mm-hmm. and michelle saw they bro hug moment and she smiled and then not to be outdone rosita started acting like a complete asshole of course uh she that's been her thing yeah now for the record i think rosita had a point she said we need to stay out here before we head back to the group and we need to find some some guns and you know rick and them you know they basically like we need to head back we got all the food ain't nobody got no food at home and she's like well i'll stay out and tara's like no we all stay together because we need to do this together and rick wants us to do that people at home ain't got no food and i'm convinced she's only saying that because she don't want them to find oceanside of course 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, like if she doth protest too much, and as they, they say, and they actually might be near it. Right. Well, uh-huh. Rick even says you don't want to spend the furthest out here, so you can at least tell us where not to go, which is so like that's going to end up being a real boondoggle for them you know because she can steer them away from oceanside and that might be where the guns at because she made that dumbass promise um and then rosita was like because uh tara was like look man we don't need to fight each other we already gearing up to go to war like to for another fight and rosita was like it's always a fight i'm not letting anyone get in our way or slow us down and she sounds like the person on the reality show that's like i'm not here to make friends i'm here to win uh on the 55th season of the bachelorette yeah um, it makes me think what rosita did go back with them didn't she or she did talking to the mic baby rosita did go back with them or she didn't she did end up going back yes okay okay it wouldn't it wouldn't surprise me if, if Rosita at some period of time struck off and Rosita found him, found that group all Ocean side by herself. Right. And come back mm. and tell them. She fuck around, it. get killed. Cause she, she ain't gonna know how to handle herself. She gonna go in there with guns blazing. With yeah. her one bullet plan. Might... Oh, sorry. This, okay. this might be unpopular. Mm-hmm. But I don't know why Tara is loyal to these new broads. First of all, it ain't like, unpopular. <laughs> okay, I think because she liked that girl. So, right. I mean, I mean that don't mean nothing, could, could, but you know, it's irrational and logical. But you know, she was like, I made her promise, I wasn't gonna tell them, so I'm not gonna tell. She better tell. Oh, she gonna tell. Mm-hmm. She, she better tell. She gonna tell. What's gonna take some more people dying? Like it's y'all or them? And Oceanside already had a run in with the saviors. You know what I mean? Man, you got to yeah, come off them guns. Yeah, it's going to take a negotiation, too. They're going to come be like, hey, hope y'all know they will find this space. You're not safe here, no matter yeah, how. Yeah, y'all can't even shoot. Are. Right, since so they're shooting like the damn stormtroopers. Yeah, 47 of y'all had guns and none of y'all even clipped terror. Like, y'all need to come off them guns. Y'all know what y'all doing. But, uh, no, I'm with you, Miss Smart. I don't see why you would have loyalty. Listen, these hoes ain't loyal, is what I would say. <laughs> As I leave that group and tell they add, tell right where the gun's at. Um, but yeah, I felt like she was trying to like control the situation and keep them away from Oceanside. Um, so, uh, Rick grabs a metal cat sculpture to replace the one Michonne lost and then they get in the car and leave. Um, and for people that are like, what cat did she lose? Uh, season three the episode where carl wants to go off on his own to go into this bar in his old hometown Mm -hmm. and get a picture of his mama and dad it was after his mom died i believe uh together as a family during happier times it was a picture of him his him his mom and his dad and it was at a bar and he was trying to get that picture and he took and michonne came with him basically because he was gonna take go out by himself like a dumbass um well he dropped the picture and left it in there Mm -hmm. michonne goes back in gets the picture and she grabbed a fancy statue of a cat that was really colorful and she said that um how could she leave it behind because it was so uh gorgeous or something like that um and so it's a throw it's a call back to that which i thought was a cool easter egg all right we only got one email this week oh i know right told you it's gonna be short pretty straightforward episode 
uh the walking dead flashback uh dead feedback eve says hi rod karen and miss smart i'm just gonna hey. put mm-hmm. i'm just gonna put it out there i don't trust these garbage fail kids one damn bit ah it's mm-hmm. a good name for the group you can't trust a group who would put a leader with a Vulcan Val- a vulcan haircut in charge Aww. and let's be honest Valid. is that the group you really want to arm yeah i feel like they could easily betray them uh but you need help at this time uh every last one of them looks like they once plotted to shoot up a school but never got around to it <laughs> because the z-pac happened i don't think it's a coincidence that rick had a stigmata like wound in his hand and the leader of the garbage pail kid's name is jadis which sounds a lot like judas the them hoes ain't loyal <laughs> speaking of royal so glad that father gabriel didn't betray the crew i was ready to roast his ass this week but he came through uh how about all that rashawn action this week rick was able to beat the heavy metal zombie thanks to michonne's coaching plus he knew if he survived he was gonna get some ass later on that night uh i love that he got her the cat that was so sweet i'm getting closer to having my wish of beige babies in the z pop <laughs> as for rosita i said it last week and i'll say it again bitch ah! who you finna try she just came at the right people eugene wouldn't say boo to a fly sasha no. feels a little guilty about the uh situ- abe situation and tara is just a nice person let her come in michonne or carol with that mess she would have been eating dirt fuck her i hope she dies <laughs> like i wish she was the one who got gotten who had got negan but i guess the writers didn't kill her off because no one would have cared another great episode <laughs> eve how she was not fucking with y'all no all right man well that's it for this week that was uh the whole recap um what are y'all looking forward to next week karen oh i'm looking forward into them going more into dwight's background look like we're gonna get dwight and it look like they show little clips of him kind of breaking down so i think we're gonna get some more background with him some more uh detail about his history uh we're gonna kind we i don't know how much detail we're going to guess we're gonna find out more about how they what are they doing to eugene and how they're treating him and i'm interested to see where that storyline goes what do you think about them giving us a little more richard's uh i guess secret it wasn't like his origin or his backstory really although we think maybe he had a daughter or somebody that died what you because you brought that up last week that you wanted some more of that what do you think I I think that it's going to be interesting. I think that he's a man on the edge. So it's going to be interesting to see kind of where they go with the story. I I personally think that they're going to do some form of a flashback or maybe a dream showing these family members and maybe showing them getting fucked up at some period of time to make him be so desperate now. Like they, I mean, because you go, okay, I understand you're desperate, but they show little glimpses but they ain't actually tell us why he's pushed to this point of being desperate yeah you know one thing i was thinking too is the saviors haven't killed any of ezekiel's people we don't know that that we know of and it doesn't seem that he's like as far as these exchanges go i think at this point someone would have told us that the deep dark secret was that the saviors did kill a bunch of people um you don't know because i think they would though because why i think richard would snitch i think he has enough people that want to fight that they if they knew the horrible secret that ezekiel had people killed by the saviors and that's why he's really being like this i really think they would have told because it aids in their cause of of you know getting more people to fight um i don't think that 
anybody was killed by the saviors and that's one of the reasons ezekiel is like he is okay I but think, I, I think um and i don't know how if this is necessarily a prediction but i i find i feel like if someone dies by the saviors under his watch he'll be ready to fight i think somebody will then okay like ben ben dies i'm i got my eye on ben too sweet oh yeah somebody gonna fuck <laughs> him up too sweet for the z-pock man mm-hmm. um i feel like if ben dies he would that's because i think his whole thing is like do whatever we can to preserve all the lives and that's right. why every time they get into it with the exchange his whole thing is like no 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 they won't kill us and everything he has that has happened so far he has every reason to believe as long as they comply they won't be killed rick and them know totally different right um all right so uh miss smart what do you think next week um, i'm looking for the one-liners back and forth between um negan and mullet i'm, I'm looking mm. for the, forward to those um I am looking forward to, well, see, I don't know that anybody necessarily of importance has to die, but I think that if the saviors decide to just come inside of um, uh, Ezekiel's spot, that's a huge breach of trust as well. Mm. Um, I don't know why they would come in there because um, Daryl is no longer there and, and Richard can't even tell him that he's there. Yeah. Um you know, so I, I don't unless unless Daryl was lying about where he was going, you know, because he mm. said he, he did say out loud that he was going to Hilltop, right? Yeah, he did. OK, yeah. yeah so maybe he said that to throw um, Richard off. I, I'm just hoping Daryl is, is that smart. But, yeah, mm. I'm looking for that. I'm looking forward to that. I'm looking for, forward to eventually, maybe not next week, but somebody, um, you know, unleashing the Kraken um, of Sheba on on somebody whether it's yeah. walkers humans or what i feel like they saving shiva for like the finale or some shit mm-hmm. i do wonder and uh and I, and this will be interesting to find out how long are they gonna stretch this out because this story is much bigger than the comics at this point yes it is so many groups involved yep. and to be honest some of the motivations and the way they've written the characters in my opinion are better than the comics True. um like for example i was thinking about this um the way they wrote gabe and morgan is so much better than the comics i 100 percent agree you know especially gabe because by this yes. time gabriel went crazy and shit and they had to kill him or uh, morgan hack i uh, think morgan go crazy too or did i forget how morgan died but but the, oh, I, oh, oh about but, the, spoiler alert but yeah uh morgan ends up in the comic book morgan dies with the governor uh he ends yeah. up uh coming up there they end up negotiating and he was like fuck it i'm gonna kill him he ended up killing him and uh michonne had ended up stabbing him in the sword with you know yeah. how his head was on the ground so i'm like yeah so so the point being like um the story's so big now right. i don't know how you i think they have like six episodes left or something maybe or yeah i don't know how right. they wrap it up right like in six episodes that's i mean not that but but i think there's a a limit for all this shit like i don't think they can extend this out to like another season or another half season because i think the audience is going to get tired of this shit so at some point all this these machinations and plans i feel like it has to culminate maybe at the season finale 
we'll get the battle royale and i think that's when we'll get shiva eating some motherfuckers yeah and i yeah. i agree with you and the reason why i agree with you because pretty soon we're gonna start getting them extended episodes and i think the reason why is they probably need more minutes to push some of the storyline well all these episodes have been extended so far okay. they're not all extended by like 30 minutes so like last week was an hour 16 this week right. was an hour 06 right so i think pretty much all the episodes are extended deep now mm, okay but um there's just gonna be some moments like we're gonna probably get next week we might be in one location maybe you know right. or we're gonna you know we're gonna get at least one of these flashback episodes maybe we'll get a negan flashback I but i just that. know that people seem less patient with the extent of the story even as they add new elements to it so i'm wondering when they're gonna do it because also i think it's almost like an optical illusion the way they use jeffrey dean morgan because clearly they're not having him in every episode right and they found some mm-hmm. neat ways around it but it won't be long before people start noticing like well negan not even in every episode why the fuck should i be you know so impressed with this organization and shit you know and people only want to see them under the thumb of the saviors but for so long like if these niggas visit alexandra one more time i'm gonna lose my fucking mind you know what i mean like get the killing let's go so you know what you've mentioned you guys have mentioned flashbacks but you know we haven't actually had a flashback of carol we like, haven't we know she was an abused wife right. but we haven't she's one of you know we haven't gone back with her i guess with with daryl we didn't go back with him either but we at least had his brother for a long enough time and and he he talked about like being in that shack when he was with Beth and stuff like that. But that's the closest we've gotten to, you know, their previous lives. In fact, there was one point back when they went to that place where Bob stole the liquor, where they were trying to guess, somebody was trying to guess what Daryl was before this. And he never said, even Michonne had said, you know, and we went back with her, but those, nah, I'll tell you this, man. Um, part of me is like, if they do something like that, where they're gonna kill carol like half of it's like flashback and half of it's like what's happening in the present and them coming to kill her somehow like maybe if they set off that plan i could see something like that but i'm a little hesitant because her story's gonna involve domestic violence and shit and they might not want to show that shit you know like it's gonna be kind of a downer because she didn't we watched her become the strong person that she is Mm-hmm. on this show like we've seen her since episode like one or whatever mm-hmm. so we've watched her develop into this like strong deadly just woman and i don't know it'll be interesting to see how that plays if they did a well before the z-pox she used to get beat up and shit but i could kind of see them being like and that's her triumph is right. yes yeah, she died but she died as this this woman who you know stood up for herself and fought back and whatnot but i don't know man i could just see that being real hard a hard sell for an audience to give her origin story uh especially if it's you know tied to her dying or something but right i think she'll she i don't think she will come back to being a fighter mm-hmm. and i actually think that she may let herself get killed me too yep. yeah because she was willing to before and got mad at morgan yep. yeah yeah like i just don't know man so that that's a tough sticky situation or she might die trying to save somebody else maybe Mm -hmm. um yeah just that's a sticky situation man to be honest like because i i mean some people i was like uh, you do a flashback for that you're gonna have a lot of thing pieces on your hands uh with that shit you know uh but it's totally possible right and you could film it in a way that i guess you could 
try to mitigate it but the way that the environment is now with um social media and shit man i can just see people being mad that it was even hinted at or depicted on screen i mean look at all the episodes of game of thrones if they eat no matter how they film it if they say a character got raped it's just you know think peace city out this piece and uh so far walking dead has kind of shown a way to avoid a lot of that shit Mm -hmm. you know like they don't show rape and all that stuff on the show yeah Yeah. like they barely even imply it right you know like it's so i don't know that they would want to get into that that territory and they've especially since they built this like heroin and carol that people really worship uh i don't know man we see her background story it might be like i said it might be controversial as hell i mean I, i'm willing to watch it i want to see too, anything but i'm still. about compelling stories but that's just me i just don't feel like fighting with y'all niggas for a week to be honest and you know what but think about this though they may not like the abuse may be a small part of her backstory maybe you know like cause yeah. we know she was abused i mean that's not all she was like you know mm-hmm. maybe at some point she had a job she had dreams and and whatnot you know so yeah. I, I don't know i just i just don't want I, I, I feel like they're wasting um, Melissa McBride. Mm. I want more, she's a really good actress. I want more depth from her. Like that scene with her and Daryl was really good. Mm-hmm. Nah, she's great, man. I think that's another thing they do well is they use certain people sparingly so that they always have impact. You know what I mean? But they've done a good job mm-hmm. of keeping her in the episodes, even if she's not actively involved with any of the group. But she always has a couple minutes in the episode lately of someone running up on her house or something like that mm-hmm. but yeah i don't know man uh, that's 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 an interesting one man we'll see what they do uh but i do feel like we got to get at least one flashback we always get a flashback somebody getting flashed i'd love to see negan's flashback to be honest i, I think that's what, the, one what that the fuck do. makes a negan you know what i mean <laughs> like what the fuck was that uh all right so uh man miss smart thank you so much for joining thank you, us Ms. smart you guys are very welcome it was lovely as usual oh for sure anytime and of course um thank you everybody for listening uh we'll be back saturday with our feedback show uh me and bossy will of course be doing this too much this week probably friday uh i haven't seen it yet uh but everybody keeps telling me it's a monster and all this shit and Mm -hmm. appreciate all the people that have not spoiled it y'all y'all very appreciate it Mm -hmm um and uh yeah so we'll be back and oh and we were just on cinema bun podcast this was fun and it was so good y'all it's called cinema bun all one word and it's a, it's about movies and we re we discussed a terrible movie called um let the church say amen yes but before we even got to that we talked about a bunch of movie news oh, and we had so much fun talked about that. my dream of having a harriet tubman biopic and yes how that got to happen yeah well it's happening and how we have those movies coming out this year and mm-hmm. stuff so uh it, yeah super interesting man i think you guys will really enjoy it we had a great time with them so go check those guys out yeah so we'll be back saturday uh, until then love you i love you too Mwah. Mwah.